0: Good morning everyone how's it going so I've had some technical difficulties going on this morning and it's taken me a while to try to figure it out well attempting to figure it out but I could not um, and this is for those watching live if you're listening to the podcast uh, it's probably going to sound exactly the same but uh, anyways uh, thank you for uh, thank you for watching this morning like I said uh, hopefully we can get these it's the sound that matters, because <laughs> I'm mostly talking. There's not much visual, visually going on. But uh, yeah, anyways, having to use my computer, my camera this morning. Let's go ahead and jump into this. We're, we are starting chapter six. Chapter six. I began yesterday thinking we were at a different part of the book, but we are now in chapter six, and Christian has left. The interpreter. The interpreter is a picture of the Holy Spirit and the lessons he had to teach uh, before uh, Christian went to the cross. So here we are. We are at chapter 6. Says, Now I saw in my dream that the highway up which Christian was to go was fenced on either side with a wall, and that wall was called salvation. Up this way, therefore, did burdened Christian run, but not without great difficulty because of the load on his back. We have a note here from the author. He says, our uphill difficulties are the way to the greatest comforts. Burdens are more sensibly felt when comforts are near at hand. He he ran thus till he came at a place somewhat ascending, and upon that place stood a cross, and a little below in the bottom, a sepulcher. So I saw in my dream that just as Christian came up with the cross, (laughs) his burden loosed from off his shoulders and fell off of his back, and so continued to do so, and so continued to do till it came to the mouth of the sepulchre where it fell in, and I saw it no more. We have a note here from the author Christian had faith. He believed that there was redemption in the blood of Christ, even forgiveness of sins. Before he came up to the cross, but now he finds and feels the comfort of it. He has now the joy of faith. The guilt of his sins is taken off of his conscience, and he is filled with all joy and peace in believing. You who believe Christ to be the only Savior, go on believing till you experience the comfort of knowing that He is your Savior and feel pardon in His blood. For when God releases us from our guilt and burden, we are as those that leap for joy. But you cannot have this till the hour is fixed when you come to the cross and rest all your hopes upon it. This is a powerful truth. Because we know that Christ says that the devils believe and tremble right the devils believe and tremble and it's while it is belief it's more than maybe we think belief to be up front uh, and we see this throughout scripture this is not a doctrine of the author here there is there is a thing such as fake faith or feigned faith there's a thing such as worldly sorrow there the hardest Desperately wicked and 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 deceitful, and it, it's hard to know what's going on in the heart. And we have to be careful that we have that that the the work that's going on in us is not something that we're construing or trying to make up in our hearts. That it is the work of Christ, and we have we have a, a great lesson here that and. and John Bunyan says this, if you you believe and you don't have release of your burden yet, don't be discouraged. Uh, The closer you are to Christ, the closer you are, you come to the cross, the greater that burden will feel. It's important not to find relief in religion, to find relief in legality. It's important not to find relief from that burden in praying a certain prayer or reading a certain scripture. I mean, those things are great. Uh, I'm not not living in the city of morality, but there there's things that that a lifestyle that comes along with living in this straight and narrow way. But you must find your peace and comfort in Christ. If you believe that Christ is a Savior and you still have your burden on your back, this is not that Christ is not keeping His word. This is not that Christ is not. Uh, willing and, and desirous to save you but we must wait on the lord and it will happen in his time he will test us and try us and and work in our lives in such a way that we know this is a work of god uh, there's so many times so many testimonies if you will that are all about the the person. They're all about, you know, this is what I did. Here's how I, here's what I did to maintain a relationship with Christ or to begin a relationship with Christ. And it's, has the life of faith, when the Bible says the just shall live by faith, this is not something that uh, begins at salvation. This is something that begins with belief in Him and belief that He can save you. And then Maintaining that faith until he decides to grant repentance. The Bible talks about about God granting repentance and giving this gift of of freedom uh, of of deliverance from bondage. And I, I know I, I spend some time on this just because this is not the way I grew up believing. This is not the way I was. Uh, this is not what I understood to be truth, uh, growing up, and and to see it now, to see that uh, that there was many times that I be, I was aware, I was made hyper aware of the condition that I was in, but just but I thought that was enough. I'm aware now, and I'll call out to him. Um, and God had some lessons for me to learn. He had he had trials and testings of my faith to show me many times this was worldly sorrow, this was just me and my conscience dealing with things versus the Spirit of God dealing with things in my heart. And and the sign of that, the way I knew that was as pilgrim, I, I mean, as the author says here, the sign of what which repentance was real and which wasn't was one lasts and one doesn't. The work of God lasts in in a believer's heart, and when we when this work is something that we construe or uh, is brought on by peer pressure or different things, it doesn't last, and it doesn't bring the joy um, and and the freeing of the guilt. No more guilt. Can you? No more guilt for your sins. That's a thing. That's a real thing. That's called freedom. That's what Christ desires to bring is freedom from that guilt that burden that you carry. If you do not carry it, I'll read this again. He says, you who believe Christ to be the only Savior, go on believing till you experience the comfort of knowing that He is your Savior. Just because you believe Him to be the Savior is not enough. Go on believing till He is your Savior and you feel pardon in His blood. For when God releases us from our guilt and our burden, we are as those that leap for joy. I could probably spend the rest of the morning talking about that, but <laughs> we're going to go on and see Christian's uh, Christian story here. Then was Christian glad and lightsome and said with a merry heart, He hath given me rest by his sorrow and life by his death. Then he stood a while to look and wonder, for it was very surprising to him that the sight of the cross should thus ease him of his burden. He looked therefore and looked again, even till the springs that were in his head sent the waters down his cheeks. This is a, he makes reference to Zechariah chapter 12. Zechariah chapter 12 and verse 10. It says, uh, "Let's see here." I'm hoping this is the right verse. I noticed there was a reference earlier that didn't make too much sense, and I found out later it was just a. It was not the correct reference. So some of these references seem to have typos in them, or the the numbering may have changed since he wrote these references. Uh, Zechariah chapter twelve and uh, verse. 10, says, And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplications. and They shall look upon me whom they have pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son, and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. In that day there shall be a great mourning in Jerusalem, as the mourning of Hadad-Rimon and in the valley of Megiddon. And the land shall mourn, and every family apart, the family of the house of David apart and their wives apart, the family of the house of Nathan apart and their wives apart, and the family of the house of Levi apart and their wives apart, and the family of Shimei apart and their wives apart. All the families that remain, every family apart, and their wives apart. Wow. So he says he's going to destroy all the nations that come against Israel and pour upon the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem a spirit of grace and supplication. And in that day, that day of salvation, they shall look upon whom they have pierced and shall mourn for him. Wow. And, uh, I love how he says the springs that were in his head sent waters down his cheeks. Now he stood looking and weeping. Behold, three shining ones came to him and saluted him with peace be to thee. So said the first to him. This is a reference to Mark chapter two and verse five. Mark chapter two and verse five. Hey, birdie. Yeah. What a feeling to have that burden released. Comment there on YouTube. Wow. Undeniable This is not this is not the sorrow of repentance. This is the joy of, of being freed from your guilt, from that burden. Mark chapter two and verse five says when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Oh, this is, so he put this reference beforehand of the three shining ones and greeted him saying, Peace be to thee. So the first said to him, Thy sins be forgiven thee. The second stripped him of his rags and clothed him with a change of raiment. This is found in Zechariah chapter 3 and verse 4. Zechariah 3 and verse 4. I always have a hard time grabbing that one. Oh, this is the one we saw before. Uh, where uh, God pulls him, pulls Jerusalem out like a brand out of the fire. Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel, and he answered and spake unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused thine iniquity to pass from thee, and I will change thee; I will clothe thee with a change of raiment. This is some good stuff. (laughs) The third also a mark on his forehead. and Gave him a roll with a seal upon it, which he bid him look on as he ran, and that he should give it in at the celestial gate. So they went on their way. So we have a note here from the author. He says, here is the love and grace of God, the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Pray, mind, when God pardons the sinner through the blood of Christ, He also clothes him with the righteousness of Christ. Those who deny the imputation of Christ's righteousness never saw the purity of the law, nor their own nakedness, neither abhorred the filthy rags of their own righteousness. Mm. So Christian gave three leaps for joy and went on singing. Thus far did I come laden with my sin, nor could aught ease the grief that I was in till I came thither. What a place is this? Must here be the beginning of my bliss? Must hear the burden fall off from off my back? Must hear the strings that bind it to me crack? Blessed cross, blessed sepulcher, Blessed rather be the man that was put to shame for me. Man, amen, amen. I saw then in my dream that he went on thus, even until he came at a bottom where he saw a little out of the way, three men fast asleep with fetters on their heels. The name of the one was simple, another sloth, the third presumption. And we have here a note from the author. He says, The Lord shows us here the misery and danger of other professors to give us warning by the way and to stir, up, stir us up to watchfulness. And uh, I'm going to stop there, uh, and we'll get on to learn about what simple sloth and presumption have to teach us. Uh, but man... I love that. I'm going to read this song that he sings in the story one more time and then we'll call it a day. Where can I find your collector's version of Pilgrim's Progress? Amazon. I like that it has author's notes and more of his writings. Yes. Yes. That's what I love too about it. Um, I'll put a link, Bertie. Uh, I'll put a link here in the comments um, to that, that Amazon link. Um, I have a link for that, but it I will say that um, when I first bought this, it was $45. And the same link now shows it, I guess. I Well, I know I had like four or five people purchase this. And now the price is up to, I believe, 60 or $65. So I'll put the link here, but I know you may be able to find it used. Um, this is what it looks like. So if you're looking on some used platforms, um, I know some people have been able to find it on eBay and other places for a lot cheaper um and used conditions so keep that in mind but yeah one more um one one more time to read that read that beautiful song he says uh, this is when he's leaving he's received um forgiveness of sins and he's now had his raiment changed and he has a mark on his forehead. And we have this is kind of a picture of the 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 three in one, the the God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Ghost. But he's he's seeing he goes on his way, seeing he says, "Thus far did I come, laden with my sin, nor could aught ease the grief that I was in, till I came thither. What a place is this! Must here be the beginning of my bliss?" Must hear the burden from fall from off my back, must hear the strings that bind it to me crack. Blessed cross, blessed sepulchre, blessed rather be the man that was put to shame for me. Mm, man, I think I could sing that a few times. Um, that. You know, if if you have a if you struggle understanding, if you, I will tell you that I struggled for a long time to understand. In fact, if you're listening listening to this in my podcast, you'll notice some of the early um, episodes. Uh, about three years ago, was me trying to figure out these truths in my head, and I began to notice things in Scripture and find that there was these. Uh, Truth that did not align with my life, and I, I just started questioning and searching. And thanks be to God that He continued me on the way and led me with His Word uh, to the cross. And and this this is this wasn't a one one off scenario for me. Um, it's I, I identify with pilgrim who really the story is really a in a commentary on John Bunyan's own testimony, which I encourage you read. I'll put a link to that as well here. Uh, once this is over, I'll put it in the comments. But of, of being made aware of Christ at a young, young age, being shown the light, but then basically being raised in the city of morality, or as we find even later on, maybe even traveling along the straight and narrow way but there are people who travel along this way who did not come in through the gate or they did not come in by way of the cross and uh, that would de- that would have described me I-, I lived a certain way I talked a certain way but this joy real joy freedom from the guilt of my sin ha, was a foreign concept I could preach about it I could sing about it but it, you know, I was deceiving everyone and myself, uh, but God was not deceived. Uh, but he continued to work on me. And as as the author says here, he's he says, if you believe God to, to be the only if you believe Christ to be the only savior, continue to believe until he is your savior. This is not this is not this is not anything else but trusting and believing in him. He will save you but you must wait on his time there is a time that he that he this is that he does it in his way and in his um method that you cannot deny what he does and he does it in a way that that is that truly um it, it doesn't become undone there's no way to undo what he did he gives you a repentance not to be repented of like there's no after that point, the repentance just begins and it just never ends. It's a life of repentance. It's not a life of perfection. It's a life of, of living kind of like we see David versus Saul, sinning and then immediate, uh, living that life of repentance. But anyways, I could go on about that. Um, what a beautiful part way to start the day, at least for me, uh, here in chapter six, of at least of this version, um, of having. Uh, Christian, <laughs> I, you know, you get to the point. You're like, man, I feel like Kim, Is this ever? Is he ever going to lose the burden? And yes, he does, and he does this so at the foot of the cross. Amen. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, this podcast, just for so you know, if you're, I made a few mentions to the podcast. I'm only able to upload so much at a time. So up until this point, I've only been able to upload, um, I think, seven episodes so far. Um, I'm working on trying to get the rest uploaded. Um, just so that they're there um, and put, put, help somebody else. If you're listening to the podcast, if you're listening to this, thank you so much. Um, feel free to uh, anytime you want to reach out, or if you have questions, or you're in your own journey right now and need encouragement, uh, feel free to reach out um, to me to someone. But I, I I would say start start in start in the book, start in start in the Bible, and uh, but God will send people along to help. Believe that. Um, there, whether that be me or somebody else, God will send somebody to encourage you, to help you, to show you the way, um, be wary of, of people who try to shut that down and say, no, 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 who, because you, once you start searching, you're going to start asking everybody. Um, and you're going to have people who like, who tell you, oh, don't listen here. Don't read there, read there, listen there, do whatever it takes until you find that relief found at the cross. Um, and you learn the lessons that the Holy Spirit has to teach you. But anyways, guys, thank you so much. Hope you have a great day. Take care. God bless.